0: It became the second most southerly Category 5 super typhoon on December 3rd of 2012. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. This month is sponsored by Tourism Ireland. Fresh air, stunning landscapes, live music, unique experiences you cannot find anywhere else. This is Ireland. Just press the green button. After being devastated in December of 2011 by Tropical Storm Washi, Super Typhoon Bopa made landfall on Mindanao late on December 3rd, this day in weather history. Super Typhoon Bopa, known in the Philippines as Typhoon Pablo, was the strongest tropical cyclone on record to ever affect the southern Filipino island of Mindanao, making landfall as a Category 5 Super Typhoon with winds of 175 miles per hour, also known as 280 kilometers per hour. Bopa was, in 2012, the 24th tropical storm and was also the fourth and final super typhoon of the 2012 Pacific typhoon season. But this monster storm was unique and memorable for so many other reasons as well. Bopa originated unusually close to the equator. The ingredients for this kind of storm development just do not occur the closer you get to the center of the planet. After first making landfall in Palau, It destroyed houses, disrupted communications, and caused power outages, flooding, while also uprooting trees. After slamming into Davao Oriental and Davao de Oro provinces, Bopa shifted through the southern and central regions of Mindanao, cutting power to two provinces and triggering landslides. More than 170,000 people fled to evacuation centers. By the time the system moved to the South China Sea west of the Palawan Island province, eventually dissipating on December 9th, it had left 1,901 people dead, and was tagged with a $37 billion price tag in damages. You are listening to This Day in Weather History, now in its second year, sponsored by Tourism Ireland. I was there for a week, and while there I found out just how rare tsunamis are to the country of ireland there was one that took place in the year 1755 do want to remind you that ireland is open and ready to welcome you press the green button now to experience epic open landscapes now the storm around the world was known as bopa but locally in the philippines it was named pablo by their nation's service pagasa because pablo was so deadly so devastating Its name was retired and replaced for the next time the letter P was reached in any one typhoon season within the Philippines, and that name would be Pepito. But it begs the question, that we have covered before on this podcast, but it's worth refreshing, which name is the correct name? The answer? Both are. You see, the Asian Peninsula Naming Convention comes out of Japan and is made up of contributed names for all countries in this jurisdiction. This way, there is a consensus and it makes it easier when reporting on a storm and when you're looking for aid requests. All internationally recognized names for major weather phenomena are approved by the World Meteorological Organization, which is an agency of the United Nations. The WMO has strategically carved the planet into multiple zones. Countries within that zone get to offer up names from their native tongue. And that's what happens in this zone, and it is monitored out of Japan as mentioned a moment ago. So that is why you will never see storms that terrorize Asia with names like Adam or Anita. But for the Philippine government, They are adamant that, because its yearly barrage of typhoons are traditionally so powerful, deadly, and destructive, the storms must receive names familiar to Filipinos. The reasoning is that, if it is to claim Filipino lives, out of respect, there must be a Filipino name for which their lives will be remembered. The nation's central weather agency maintains its own list. So that, in a nutshell, is why when you turned on one television station, you would have heard Bopa, while another may have been calling it by Bopa and Pablo, after it made landfall in the Philippines on December 3rd, 2012, this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there. Very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is December 4th, and we will be tackling an environmental issue that is literally killing millions of humans each year, along with an unfathomable number of species of this planet, no matter where they creep, crawl, or fly. We're talking about smog, and we will analyze it tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May. And brought to you by Tourism Ireland. The world's longest coastal touring route is open and waiting for you. Plan your trip today. Press the green button now.